Okay. The silence can be broken. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Thanks for coming to episode 12. We'll see you next time. <laughs>
Okay, are we ready to start? I think we're ready to start. So I've got my story from last week that I never got around to reading because of your ginormous catfish. Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, And then I've got a story that everyone's probably heard by now. (laughs) But it's still a... I haven't actually read the story. I've avoided reading it because I wanted you to tell me it. Well, the problem is like, since then more have happened. Yeah. So so you've probably seen some already. This was like the first one I saw and it was in like two days of the uh, toilet paper shortage. <laughs> like not even like the end of day two. Well, we can talk about the other ones when we get there. Talk about um, and then I've got another one relating to government and anime. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I've also got three stories. I've got two real short ones and then I've got one longer one. That's about a sing a single person, which we can enjoy. He's somewhat of a cult leader, shall we say? Oh, so mix a lot. Why would why would you say so mix a lot is a cult leader? He started the uh, <laughs> cult of appreciation. <laughs> no Australian though. Good point. <laughs> I don't know why. All right, this is the first person that came to my head. Like so mix a lot. No. Uh, do you, so, you know? Go- I'm sitting here all the time just thinking about so mix a lot. <laughs> That that's the only thing that's running through your brain. Is that like your default? Just so mixed. It's an yeah. image of his face. I don't actually even know what he looks like. He's in the video clip. Where in the hat? Video clip for what? Um, baby got back. Oh, I haven't seen that. Do you want to go first or should I? I'll go first again. Okay. Wait and tell this story for a while. <clears throat> so I did read this headline out last week. I don't know if we ended up keeping it in the final cut of the episode, but we did. We did. All right, cool. Sacked BP worker wins his job back after fair work gets his Hitler downfall joke. Oh my god! So this is um. I can't believe we live in this world. By Anna Paddy for the Sydney Morning Herald. So a former BP or British Petroleum, you know the gas company, mm-hmm. petroleum worker has won an appeal against a Fair Work Commission decision that found he was fairly sacked for using a Hitler downfall meme to parody the company during tense wage negotiations. Uh, so Hitler downfall, you've probably seen it's the one where it's like Hitler screaming in his underground bunker and people like dub the subtitles to be different things. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. So Scott Tracy was fired from his job after using the Hitler meme from the movie Downfall on a closed Facebook group. The commission rejected his unfair dismissal claim in September when it decided the video was offensive. Oh, no, really? 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 <laughs> So, quote here, it's a great result for Scott. He really got, he is really pleased to get his job back and is looking forward to going back to work at the BP refinery. Uh, that's the employment lawyer, Kamal Farouk there, and I feel like I've put my notes in the wrong order. Too late now. Yeah, so basically he's gone, he said, I was fired unfairly. They're like, nope, what you did was offensive. Yeah. <laughs> and then he took it again to another commission and they're like, no, no, it's funny. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Um. So he did get his job back. I don't like if you work for like a major company like a, a company as big as bp that you can joke about hitler but you're not joking about hitler though okay you're using, using the hitler meme. to make a joke yeah so the fair work commission had recognized the meme was satire and that scott was not likening the bp management to nazis which i'd agree with he wasn't in the i mean like, i i don't know the context of like what like we need to see the video yeah but like never like never in any of those ones have it's ever been like whatever they're making fun of was comparing it to nazis they're just using hitler screaming underground in a bunker okay. as the yes. medium to tell a joke. So I'm like, uh, BP had called the meme offensive and inappropriate. Deputy President Melanie Bennett said she thought it was offensive to many of BP's employees and feels it was being labeled a parody as a get out of jail free card. Which I can also agree with. A lot of times people are like, oh, it's just a parody. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of on the fence about this. Like, I need to see the video. I mean, yeah, I need to see the video to see what it actually said. Mm. But I kind of feel like you do have like some responsibility about how jokes are made about the company you work for. People have gotten fired for less than what they said on social media and that kind of thing. Like, I don't understand how you could get away with using something well, that portrays like, Hitler. I think Hitler. how the law works is now that this sets a precedent. Yeah. So, like, next true. time it happens, someone goes, like, well, he got off. Yeah. So, why can't I? Uh, Fairwood Commission said, It is apparent that the video does not liken BP management to Hitler or Nazis in the sense of stating or suggesting that their conduct or behavior was in some sense comparable in their inhumanity or... Or criminality. What it does do is to compare for satirical purposes the position BP had reached in the enterprise bargaining process as at September 2018 to the situation facing Hitler and the Nazi regime in April 1945. The position might be different in the clip used from the downfall film depicted Hitler or Nazis engaging in inhumane or criminal acts as many other parts of the film do. In such a case, a comparison in terms of conduct or behavior might be inferred as reasonable, be regarded, sorry, be inferred and reasonably be regarded as offensive but it does not. So basically they're just saying, well, he didn't call them Nazis, so it's all fine. Is it though? <laughs> Australian Workers Union Daniel Walton said, workers should be able to take the piss out of their management with their colleagues in their own time. And I agree with that. But like, again, with your own time is like, 
Not online. Exactly. Away from the workplace. Yeah. Like... All of these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another member of the workers' union, Brad Gandhi, mentioned the decision is a victory for workers' rights in the digital era. I don't know how I feel about that, mm. to be honest. I mean, look, I, I get that it's a joke and that it probably isn't saying that anyone's a Nazi, but like, I liken it to... My experience, like my work was in the media not that long ago. Mine is in the media for big reasons. And, you know, I seen articles and I seen comments about things that were totally untrue and I so totally wanted to say something about it. I can't do that. Yeah. You can't publicly say things about where you work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's a... Yeah. Well, I mean, like, thankfully, line. no one's asked me, but my, my job is basically said if anyone does ask me about the issue relating to my company, like, doesn't say, I don't know anything. And I don't. Mm. I only know what everyone else has read in the papers because it, it involves yeah. something that happened before I even started there, so... Well, see, for me, I have the inside knowledge. I know what's happening. And I still can't comment when I see people saying blatant things that just are so untrue. I can't correct them. Yeah. If it's found out that it's me doing it, I'll get fired. Yeah. Although, also, <laughs> because of it all, like, they've come down and they've done, like, they're doing, like, an investigation and audit into, like, the workplace and culture and stuff like that in my job. And so, like, they were interviewing us and stuff like that. And then they released the report. And, like, I looked at the parts. I'm like, oh, they're quoting me there. <laughs> like, oh, I, I said that. <laughs> And, like, that's all this stuff is not even about jokes. Yeah. Which jokes can be interpreted however the person reading them or seeing them wants to interpret them. Yeah. So that's that's a whole other big thing to wade through. Like, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm sure he meant no ill intent, but it's still a hard one. If, if, if it was my company, I don't know how I'd feel about it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah. This is making me sound like I'm on the side of the corporation. I'm not. But I'm just saying practically this is how these things normally go. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got his job back in the end, so... Did you really want it? <laughs> After all of this? I mean, like, there's some of like, those frustrations at, like, the pay, so maybe. But I mean, like, at the end of the day, I guess it's better to be stuck in your shitty job with an income than not. That's true. That's very true. I mean, which is, having been in a really shitty job with an income and wanting to leave, I understand when you're on the other end where you're like, I just want to be out. I'd rather be not being paid right now. Mm. It really is better to be having some sort of income coming in. That's my story. Okay, so basically what we learned about that is that you can make jokes about your workplace and not get fired. Yeah, well, precedent <laughs> is set now, so. I mean, I'm cool with that. <laughs> okay, so my first story, it's a weird one. It's really short and I still don't really know what to think about it, but I mean, let's just see what you think. Got this from the Daily Mail. I'm like from the Daily Mail this week. Good old Brittany Chain, which, what a last name. Who? I like it. Chain. Brittany Chain. How's it spelled? Like Chain. Like oh. C- H-A-I-N. I like it. It's just a word. A man is in serious condition in a Brisbane hospital after dousing himself in petrol and setting himself on fire. Why? Yeah, good question. Police were called to a local park in regards to a man needing assistance. When the police found him, he was entering Granville State School with a jerry can and a lighter. So when the police tried to approach and reason with the man, well, I mean, they didn't really get a chance to reason with him because as soon as they approached him, he poured the accelerant all over himself and set it on light, like on fire. Hmm. I don't, like, when I read this, I thought that he was running from them. I thought that he was running from the police and he decided that, you know, a great way to get away from the cops was to set himself on fire. Which I'm then like, they can't grab him because he's on fire. I mean, I guess, not a pro move though, not a pro strat. I, I feel like you're not going to get out this of that This is one. very like Tibetan monk extremists protesting in Tibet. Yeah, so... Because that's what they would used to do. They'd go step out in the middle of traffic, set themselves on fire and just sit down in the middle of the road. I don't and think like, protesting anything. <laughs> Like, that's an impressive and hardcore way to protest, but also, like, how do you do it? They just sat down in the street and waited. I'm like, what? Well, see, I feel like... See, it's it's a weird thing because... And he went into a school and did this. Yeah. Why? I mean, I have to think that setting yourself on fire would be a really hard thing to do because everything in your body would be telling you to not do it. Yeah, but if you recover yourself in petrol, you only probably have to turn the lighter on and it would just cover you. I mean, the same thing with, like, shooting yourself, but that's still a really hard thing to do because your body wants to survive essentially mm. so your body will tell you to not do it so i think like you have to be pretty serious about it to be able to actually go through with it because yeah most of the time you'll be able to talk yourself out of obviously this guy not so much so yeah at first i thought that he was trying to get away from the police and that's why he set himself on fire but then i read um another it was like like the queensland police kind of radar thing and it's just short snippets yep. of what is what had happened it actually said that someone had called to get assistance for a man so now i'm thinking was he trying to commit suicide i think they've seen a guy walking somewhere with a jerry can and a lighter and gone that's weird maybe or did they see him in a park threatening to commit suicide i, yeah. I don't know the details but it, it did sort of make it sound a bit not as 
like he was committing a crime, if that makes sense. No, I don't think he was committing any crimes either. I think it was... So, I mean, I don't know, but I'm just like, wow, okay. Setting yourself on fire is definitely an extreme way to deal with anything? the police. I, uh, okay. Anything? Yeah, anything, really. <laughs> so I've got a quote from a police spokesman. And he said, officers attempted to communicate with the man. However, the incident resulted with in the male igniting. That makes it sound like he spontaneously combusted, which he didn't. What's that um, tweet I saw once where it's like, what if JFK's head just did that? What, on its own? Yeah. I don't think that's how spontaneous <laughs> combustion works, but no, it's cool. No, I'm just saying like, just like spontaneously, he's just a boom. A uh, spontaneous explosion? If your blood pressure gets too high, you'll literally just explode. What, all of you? Yeah. How many cases of that have there been? <laughs> Look, don't try and knock back the thing I just invented. <laughs> Whereas a spontaneous combustion actually has happened. That's a weird thing, isn't it? It is. I was reading about that the other day, actually. It's a really strange thing that no one can explain, but does happen. Last I read, like, the best theory was, like, you have, like, this weird fat as a baby, and it doesn't go away in some people, and it keeps mm. them really warm, and then they just ignite. But yeah. why does the fire never spread to anything yeah, else? Yeah, I was about to say that. It's a weird thing, because the fire never spreads. It's mm. always just confined to the person. Weird. The whole thing is fucking weird. Anyway, that was my story. Huh? <laughs> Before I go off on a tangent about spontaneous combustion. Maybe it was ghosts. Maybe. Ghost fires. Who knows? Weirder things have happened. All right. So, <laughs> story number two. <laughs> Which I think we're going to have fun with. <laughs> Conveniently, my second story is number two. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, having a bit of a toilet paper crisis here in Australia at the moment because. And the rest of the world, by the sounds of it. Not everywhere in the world. Well, a lot of places. A lot of places. But, like, at some point, someone's like, oh no, we're going to run out of toilet paper because it's all made in China. So, I better stock up now. So, a bunch of people go out and panic buy, strip the shelves bare. This in turn causes more people to go, oh no, now there's no toilet paper. I better run out and buy some more. And so now it's just a. I guess, positive feedback loop of people being like, I better go panic buy some toilet paper. All the toilet paper in Australia is made in Australia. Uh, there's nothing to indicate that we're going to run out. Like, the virus is not going to affect toilet no. paper supplies in any way. No. <laughs> uh, I guess, like, technically it has because the people's fear of it has caused a shortage. But it's less a shortage and just more that, like, the supermarkets physically can't get enough on the shelves and people just keep hoarding it. What was that yeah. Twitter thing I read yesterday where that guy's got, like, those boomer in-laws and they've got 576 rolls of toilet paper? There's just, there's so many things to unpack about it and there's so many things that are wrong with it that I barely know where to begin. Yeah. But, I mean, I just think about it from a practical point of view. This is probably going to blow over. Yeah. Right. So, like, what happens? All of these companies are now putting extra staff on to keep up with the demand. What happens in a month or so from now when no one is buying toilet paper? Because everyone's got it. Exactly. Everyone's got a fucking year's supply for no fucking reason. What happens then? Like, what happens to those people? I don't know. So, this one occurred. So, when did the toilet paper shortage start? I want to say Tuesday. Was it kicked off? About a week ago, I think. I wouldn't say that. I'd say, I think the first day I recognized it was i think last monday i went to dan murphy's and the lady who served me said did you hear that from the person in front of me i said no and she's like oh next door sort out a toilet paper and i'm like oh that's weird she's like yeah people panic buying over coronavirus i was like Ugh, and left and that seems like a really really long time ago but it was really only last monday i think yeah okay well so, we're recording on sunday so it's about a week it's ago. been a week yeah and but this happened on i want to say wednesday this took place so this is like day two of when the toilet panic first really starts Jesus, okay. it's like monday so like it's gained momentum tuesday everyone's like officially fuck there's no toilet paper well, it's this weird. story takes place on Wednesday. Because when you told me on Monday when the woman said that to you, because you told me about it, mm. I was like, oh, that's weird. I didn't think twice about it. Yeah. I don't. I feel like social media didn't blow up until it was in full swing. Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. I just think, I, I would love to know how this started. Who suggested that they needed too much toilet paper? Oh, if you want suggestions, this article. So Daily Mail is kind of weird. I've never really gone there before. Like, you keep scrolling down like another article sort of starts, but it yeah. relates. Yeah. So I read all three of them because they're all sort of related. So um, this article, it's it credited a Daniel Piotrowski and a Joshua Hanrahan. Hanrahan. Daily Mail Australia, but I don't know if they also wrote all the articles or not. Uh, but yeah, woman pulls out a knife during fight over toilet paper at a Westfield Woolies in Parramatta. Why is it always Parramatta? Always Do Parramatta. you remember how that guy stabbed that other guy in yeah. Westfield Parramatta? What, what police why? shot a guy in Westfield Parramatta's yeah. food court? Stop it, Parramatta. Look, there's a lot of people there. It's a big hub. It makes sense. Things. Uh, Parramatta Westfield is the biggest shopping center in the Southern Hemisphere. Just FYI. <laughs> so <laughs> Parramatta's. Yeah, it gets a bad rap. I don't think Paramount is that bad. It's, I think it's fine. I used to go there all the time when yeah. I was younger. A shopper has allegedly pulled a knife on another customer during an argument over toilet paper at a Woolworth supermarket in Sydney's West as panic-buying shoppers clear shelves across the country. All over fucking toilet paper, which isn't even a necessity. You can survive without toilet paper. As some people are about to find out. But, like, <laughs> is 
it worth it? Is it worth stabbing another human being over fucking toilet it paper? It sounds like the person who did it may have some issues. Right, okay. okay so. Continue. At least six police officers attended. No one was injured, and the woman, one woman's being spoken with. A Woolworths employee said that the woman involved in the incident had communication difficulties. Right, okay. I only, there's a video footage, but like all you see is like her walking away and she just looks like a normal girl. Do communication difficulties really result in a stabbing? I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong. But like, and before anyone being like all Parramatta, I bet you they were a white person. So leave any whatever you have at the door. Mm. Eyewitnesses to the incident said there was a fight over toilet paper. You could hear the commotion coming from down the end of the aisle. There was a knife pulled and people started running. It was all over in a few moments. Security were here and police came and talked to a woman. So nothing happened to the woman? She just got a talking to? Sounds like it. I mean, this is as far as the article went. Um, so Woolies, basically, she's pulled it. Like, like, it doesn't really say whatever. It sounds like there was a scuffle. Someone pulled a knife. Like, we've all seen that video from yesterday of the two women and the other lady. Chalora. Was that in Chalora? Yeah, Chalora, it was the, yeah. the mum and the daughter and then the, the black woman. They were having a fight over toilet paper. She's like, I just want one packet. And they're like, no, you can't have one packet. And they were like, like 60. Yeah. And I'm like... It sounds like that, and then someone just pulled a knife during the fight. Like, well, who goes to the supermarket with a knife? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> who, who's carrying around a, a knife? I don't know. Yeah. So Woolies, as people probably wear by now, has banned people from buying more than four packets of toilet paper. Uh, I don't feel like that's doing anything. No, nothing. It's literally doing um, nothing. The article does go on to mention that one LD store has enforced, and I quote, radical one pack per person limit. And I'm oh, like, that radical. seems reasonable. We're if we li- we've got two people living in this household. Realistically, how often do we buy toilet paper? Maybe every three weeks? Yeah, maybe. Like, probably less, to be honest. Yeah. Like, um, so if you, you're getting like 136 pack, how long is that lasting That's like you? a two month supply for us. Yeah. Easy. Easily. Probably longer. Yeah, when I live by myself, I think I only bought toilet paper like three times a year. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Who Gives a Crap, which people are like, oh, just subscribe to Who Gives a Crap. I'm not going to subscription service for fucking toilet paper. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> got Netflix, Disney Plus, Who Gives a Crap? <laughs> but I mean, they've the reported point is you shouldn't have to do an that. 800% increase in sales. Of course. And they're out of stock. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and Old Mate Brad Hazard came back. Oh, from Brad. the monkeys story last yeah, week. So he had Brad. monkeys last week. This week he's got a toilet paper crisis. Well, Corona crisis. He's the health minister for New South Wales. He's come out and said that there's no need for any of this panic buying and that we should be taking it from him who is literally caught up in the middle of it all because that's his job. Mm-hmm. And he's not out there buying anything. I, I'm struggling at the moment to figure out the percentage of people who are panic buying and the percentage of people who are just like, whatever. Mm. because I guess it's hard to tell on social media because obviously social media algorithms deliver you what you want to see, which is agreeing with you, basically. Um, But I'm yet to see anyone admit to panic buying. I reckon the demographics would be, I want to say, more older people, boomers and... I was going to say most boomers, or like older boomers anyway, are on the pension and there's no way that they could afford to be buying this much toilet paper. And then, of course, you're going to have a lot of people who are like, I'm just going to go buy it all and then resell it. They're the worst kind of people. <laughs> but like when I've looked in like the video footage, it just seems like a mix of everyone, but no one's super young. No, I kind of feel like the millennial uh, generation, shall we say, and younger is just like, whatever. We also can't paper. afford it anyway. So Yeah, that's true. Well, you, I mean, you know, I definitely couldn't Because your, your grandmother was saying to you, just buy more stuff when you go shopping and you're like, we can't afford that. Well, like, yeah, I, I had we're, a conversation. We're two people and our weekly shop is usually like 150 bucks yeah. and we don't buy that much. Yeah, exactly. Like, I had a conversation with her yesterday because, I mean, one, I wanted to make sure that she was okay, mm. um, but she generally bog buys anyway because she's a child of the depression and that's what they did. But I wanted to make sure she was okay and just to get her thoughts on someone who is a boomer. Mm. Um, and she think she thinks that this is all fucking ridiculous. It is. Like, <laughs> um, and she was concerned about people who were worse off than her mm. and she's on the pension. Living by herself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like, so if you've got a person like that who's still worried about other people and you've got all these, I I don't know who the demographic of people is who are going out and bulk buying. It kind of seems like it's more people in that middle section, Mm. you know, that are like not quite retirement age yet, but are older, if that makes sense. And I'm just like, fucking calm. It's toilet paper for one. I mean, I'm more worried about, this is how people are acting over toilet paper, a non-necessity. Right? How are they going to act when food starts to run out? Because people are bulk buying that now. Or condoms. Well, they run out as well, haven't they? <laughs> as the article said, condoms may be the next thing to go. Supermarkets and ride are already being bought out of condoms. So this was 
believed to be due to a social media post that's encouraging people to use condoms to protect their fingers against the virus. Have they heard of gloves? That's what I wrote. Have they not heard of disposable gloves? That's got to be like a troll. You know, like when like there's a new iPhone update and people are like, oh, you can microwave your iPhone to charge it now? <laughs> Someone's got to go out and be like, oh yeah, if you don't want to get the virus, just put condoms on your fingers. I can't wait to see someone walk around the street with fucking condoms on their fingers. I wouldn't Let it really happen. this stupid. You should get the ones that are ribbed right because they'll give you more grip. Oh my God. When you're doing like your daily activities with your condom hands. Hang on, wait. Don't condoms have like spermicide and other shit in them? Yeah, they're fully lubricated and shit. Wouldn't that be like gross to put your finger in? <laughs> I mean, it's on the outside of the condom, all that stuff is. Is it? Yeah. You can tell I'm a condom user. Mm. <laughs> I have no idea. Either way, you're going to get lube on stuff, so you guys, you got to rinse your condom off first. But maybe you want the spermicide stuff there because that'll kill the coronavirus. Maybe that's what they think. <laughs> I can't. This is such a stupid conversation. If you've seen someone walking around the street with condoms on their fingers, please send me the photo. Just use gloves. I mean, you probably can't buy those either at the moment, so. Maybe that's probably it. Maybe that's why people are like, oh, a condom. I can use that. But the thing is like, do you reckon they're using one condom per finger? Or you you just got one of the finger you're going to use? Well, I'm going to say, because I feel like one condom would not sit tightly on a finger. No. And they can stretch quite a lot. You can get your whole hand in there like a condom mitten. Yeah. Maybe there is, is a condom mitten the thing. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone. Or are they like two fingers or three? It'd have to be. It'd have to be two. Your thumb's fucked though. It's all by itself. So you've got to have a condom mitten. <laughs> or just gloves. Condom mittens. That's what's happening. <laughs> Even if in a worst case scenario that we were all like quarantined for two weeks, no one needs 500 and something rolls of toilet paper. No one. Yeah. Looking into bidets, because it's been something I've been like in the back of my mind for like years. I've been like, oh, I should get a bidet. Ever since I, I went to Japan, system. I was just like, this is so much better. Why do I still use toilet paper? And then I like, were looking into it yesterday and I found one video and it's like, oh, per person, you're looking at 380 trees in your lifetime will be cut down for toilet paper. To use a bidet, what was it, like a quarter of a gallon, I don't know what that is in real units um, <laughs> of water, but to make a, one roll of toilet paper is 38 gallons of water. Fucking ridiculous. And it's like, if I stepped in dog shit with my bare foot, I wouldn't just rub it off with some paper and be done with it. It is a weird system. Like, why Why did we start using toilet paper? I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah. It's a really stupid system. But clearly the top of everyone's priority at, at the moment. Mm. Because, I mean... How will I live without being able to scrape shit off my butt with some paper? The most hygienic and the only way to clean yourself. Obviously. <laughs> Although I will say I'm not a fan of... um. I know, like, in uh, the Philippines, they've got that tapo, which is just like a paddle thing. Like, I get how it works, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Much prefer like a hose and a gun method. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Like old style bidets, like the original ones. I'm just like, ugh. Because you're literally just like, we're just like French people straddling this little horse thing mm. and just like wiping, them, wiping themselves. I'm like, you're actually touching it. But I guess you clean your hands thoroughly afterwards and it's fine. But I'm still like, ugh. Whereas now it's just like, you just push a button. Mm. You get squirted. <laughs> you're done. You don't have to touch anything. Uh, yeah, sort of like when we were talking about it and discussing it at length yesterday. Toilet paper is such a stupid system because it doesn't actually clean anything. Mm-hmm. And, and the rubbing is bad for your yeah. backside. Um, it reduces the chance of infection. It's more hygienic, better for the environment. It's just like, yeah, why, why, why do we still use toilet paper? But even when we were discussing getting a bidet, I still had it in my mind that it was dirty. Mm. And I don't know why. When, like, logically, I know that it's not. Like, at all. Oh, something, not having to touch something is dirtier than, like... Right? Putting two sheets of paper between my fingers and my butt and, like, scraping shit off of it. Yeah, like, it makes no sense. But there is, like, it's in my mind that it is, though. In my mind, like, I've been programmed to think that toilet paper is a better way. No, it's really not. (laughs) But it's really not. Like, I get that. But it's weird how, like, what you believe makes you think otherwise, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we look at things and people are like, the old hog, being like, that's the way it's always been done. And like, you look at yeah. things like where you're, this, this is a case for you where like, that's the way it's always been done. So you're like, exactly. that's how it is. Yeah. Whereas I guess, I don't know, I guess I'm more, I've more come around to it a long time ago that I'm like. You've also actually used one before, whereas I haven't. Yeah. So that is also probably yeah. a deciding factor, really. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I don't have space for them. It's like, no, you don't even need, they're not, you can get them, they clip to your toilet seat these days or they just replace your toilet seat. Mm. Like, it's not like a separate plumbing thing you need anymore they can just attach to what you've already got i seen a tweet the other day 
this is not about days, this is more about the whole mm. panic thing. I sent a tweet the other day that was like, I'm far more scared of other people's fear than I am of the virus. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I think that's kind of the point where I'm at I mean, at it's now. very easy for us because like, we're not the demographic is going to kill. That's true. But I mean... Like, we might get it and we might not even realize we've got it. Like, just, I'll be like, oh, I've got a cold. Well, that's why I said before that I'm 95% sure that I don't have it. Mm. But I haven't been tested. Yeah. Very well could have it. And thankfully, we can get tests in this country in like some places. Although, mind you, what, what, what was that the other? Vietnam's already got a test that the WHO said should take four months to develop. And they're like, oh, we already got it. Apparently, Vietnam's really good at stopping. They're really good at SARS as well, apparently. So. And well, I maybe think, we should be taking lessons from them then. And who was it? I think no, it's not a coronavirus vaccine. Cuba has like a vaccine for some sort of cancer. Wasn't it lung cancer or something? Yeah. Like something really serious? Yeah. Yeah. In Cuba, you get a vaccine for lung cancer. I, I can imagine why, because Fidel Castro loved a cigar, so he probably put a lot of money into it. <laughs> yeah, but probably. like, God, but they're communists, so it's probably like turns you into a lizard Sure. And controls. What was that fucking thing you sent me? Oh, the thing about how they reckon that 5G is causing coronavirus. Yeah, 5G is causing coronavirus. And if you're found non-compliant, they can use that because they've digitized all your internal organs to just kill you. Yeah, apparently that's, I mean, maybe not the second part, but the first part apparently is a very um, common anti-vaxxer thing at the moment where they truly believe that 5G is giving us viruses. Yeah, because they advertise it as the V-wave because it's the fifth 5G and they're using the Roman V or the Roman 5 <laughs> but like V for virus ah, but it's okay because Donald Trump who definitely has all our best interests in mind he's developed the fucking space force like oh Donald Trump God. would be first on board to fucking pump you full of shit he wouldn't give a shit he probably wouldn't even know about it no be real like <laughs> he doesn't even know what a 5G is oh man but I think bottom line of all this before we talk about it for too long don't be stupid don't be an asshole don't be selfish that's it Okay, the famous Australian Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is a man in Australia who thinks he's Jesus. Yeah, I know this guy. His toenails are fucked. Um, why is that the first thing that you thought? Because I've seen photos of him and I just, that image of his toes never left my mind. Okay, I spent a lot of time researching him this morning and not once did his toenails come to my attention. Mm. He's also got a Mary Magdalene with him, doesn't he? He does, he does. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you. Um, so up front, my credits. I got a lot of my information from Alan's website, which is The Divine Truth. Or Divine Truth, actually, not the. Which, <laughs> it looks like something that was created um, on, like, GeoCities in 2003. It's not great. <laughs> um, a website called ajmiller.com, which doesn't seem to be run by him. This is not the guy I thought it was. So his toenails are fine. Is that what you're saying? Probably. Okay. The one I'm thinking of who was Australian Jesus was much more disheveled and homeless looking. Oh, no, no. See, this guy This guy is not homeless. He is very put together. He, I mean, for all intensive purposes, he's a normal guy, but he truly believes that he is Jesus. Mm. I also got a, an article from Vice and one from news.com.au. I have to admit, I'm not going to be able to tell you really that much about what they believe or what their religious doctrine is because I literally couldn't find it. Hmm. I'll go into that, though. Okay. Yeah, I can't find this now. But yeah, this guy, I think it was just like a drunk homeless man that woke up one day and was like, oh, I'm Jesus. No, this, this, this not is not like that. Not the person I was thinking of. No, this person is nothing like different that. Australian Jesus. Apparently there's two. I wonder how he feels about that. Anyway. Alan John Miller, or AJ, is from Loxton, South Australia, and is a former Jehovah's Witness and a divorced father of two. I cannot speak. I tripped over that so much. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't until his mid-30s and not long after his divorce that he thought he might actually be Jesus. According to him, he has memories that he can't explain of having nails put through his wrist. Now, put a note here. He actually did say through his wrist, but that is not how Jesus is commonly depicted. No, through his hand, isn't it? Through the hand is totally historically inaccurate. Mm. If you put a nail through your hand and then got hung up by it, it, it would rip your hand in half. Yeah. You need like your wrist because there's more bones and ligaments and bullshit in there. Note that he did say wrists. Yeah. Which is more accurate. Through his wrists and feet, being speared, being threatened and being beaten. Apparently has all these memories that he can't explain that might say he's Jesus. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Jesus wasn't the only person who was crucified. crucified. Probably not the only person who was beaten. There's a guy in, like, Mexico or Indonesia. I know very, very different locations, but somewhere like that. I want to say it's Latin America, actually. And he gets himself crucified every year. Oh, wow. Uh, he did it because, like, he was... He had, basically, he asked, like, for God's help or something like that, and... He got through like some really tough time, like some illness he had. Um, oh, and but this is the deal he struck with the God? The deal he struck was that he'll crucify himself every Easter or something like that. Wow. So okay. he does every Easter. He gets up and like the actually they nailed him. I figured that's what you meant. Yeah, like it's full on. I'm just like, fuck now. I'm like, I, I can, I'm not a religious person, but I can respect like that. That's like, 
you really believe in this like, yeah like that's and devotion I mean, you know that's the like, thing like he's not hurting anyone else doing that no he obviously survives it every year yeah if that's the way that you choose to really? show your faith and fucking have at it like i think my problem comes from when you're manipulating other people mm. that's where i start to feel like it's a bit mm, not so good but the romans crucified tons of people quite a common way to punish people in that time right I don't know why he would automatically think that that means that he's Jesus, but we'll continue. <laughs> so I've written here, should Christ come back to earth and- Maybe he's Brian. Uh, he might be, but no, he, he fully believes he's Jesus. Um, yes, yeah, so I wrote here, so Christ, if, if Christ did come back to earth and lead his people, he would definitely start a cult around. I mean, he basically did last time he was here, right? No. <laughs> no, not really. Jesus generally kind of didn't ask anything of people. No, but he inadvertently started a cult. Inadvertently. There we go. I mean, according to the Bible, the religion already existed. What? Christ's coming didn't create the religion. Yes, it did. No, there's a whole Old Testament where Jesus is never mentioned, which happens all before his birth. That's where, like, Noah and shit pop up, yeah? Yeah. So that's all, like, you know, Genesis, like the creation of the earth and all of that. Jesus doesn't pop up until the New Testament, which was added later after he existed. There's so many things I want to say, but so so many of them would be... Probably viewed as uh, offensive. Was Jesus really the Son of God? I think or Jesus did he just claim to be? was a real person. I think he, I actually do, even though I'm not religious, I genuinely do think that Jesus was a real person who did exist in that time. Yeah, I don't think his miracles or that happened, but I'm just like, I think yeah. someone turned up and then like 200 years, like that formed like a cult following, whether or not it was intended or not. And then yeah. eventually, 200 years later, when they finally actually wrote the Bible, yeah. 200 years after this guy had been dead in a time where, like, record keeping was not great, when they finally wrote the Bible. Okay, let's not try and get too uh, <laughs> Although, <laughs> anti-religion I'm like, here. I'm like, when was the Old Testament written? I, see, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't have the answer for that. Mm. Old Testament's much more exciting. It is. I mean, God is much more vengeful. If you've seen, he's really going to fucking punish you, not just go, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really practice that whole forgive and forget thing that his son was preaching. No, not at all. <laughs> Okay, so he has a compound near Kingaroy. Always have a compound. I literally put, that's what that's a cult. I mean, he claims it's not a cult, but cults have compounds. I'm sorry. Jonestown, anyone? I don't, I, wait, hang on, wait. I have to take that back. I'm not saying that he's going to murder people. I don't think that this is anything like Jonestown, apart from the fact that they both have compounds. <laughs> AJ, or Jesus, at this point, I don't really know how to refer to him. Um, he also has a Mary Magdalene. Mary Luck is AJ's current partner and who he believes is Mary Magdalene, although he hasn't, this isn't the first person that he's referred to as such. Okay. So just keep that in mind. One of the weirdest things that I read about some of the stuff that they've said was that Jesus claims that she was actually married to him in the first century and was pregnant with their daughter when Jesus was crucified. Now, I went to a Catholic school. I was raised Catholic. I have a very Catholic grandmother who raised me. Never heard that. Never heard that one. Yeah. I mean, I know Jesus hung out with prostitutes and shit, but that's never been implied that he did. I mean, I think it's unfair to assume that Jesus never had relationships. Mm. I mean, that's what dogma's about, right? <laughs> that he had children. There's nothing to say that that didn't happen. It's just not covered in the Bible. Because sex is evil. Well, Jesus wasn't married. So yeah, it would yeah. have been. Have fun editing out that re. I mean, I can just turn it down. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> just going to interrupt the story for a fun fact. Did you know that Jesus wasn't really his name? Like the Jesus in the Bible, that, that was never his real name? Oh. It's a mistranslation. Ah, uh, yes. I have heard this. I don't know where, because there are a lot of times that the Bible has been translated and it was obviously never even remotely it's originally written. It's not like it was written, written in English. In English or even a language that we probably have today. So it has been translated many, 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 many times. Yeah. By the time we got like the English Bible that we've got right now, I don't even want to think about how many times it's been translated. So It was originally a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> It's thought that his name was actually Joshua. Yeah. Or, and I'm going to try and pronounce this. Sorry if I fuck it up. Yeshua, which is Hebrew for Joshua, which makes sense since, you know, Jesus was a Jew. Yeah. So it's even more interesting that he does call himself Jesus. Also, the other one about, um, you know, how like the number of the beast or the devil is 666. Mm. So in Hebrew, you can write names in numbers. Right. Okay. And 666 translates to Nero, who was the emperor of Rome at the time when the Bible was written. And he ah. was doing a lot of bad things to Jewish people. I can only speak from a Catholic background, mm. which obviously is very heavy on the hell. Mm -hmm. But I know that a lot of other Christian faiths don't actually even address hell or Satan. Mm. And I wonder if that's because there never really was a Satan. There was just a bad man. That's interesting. It's kind of interesting that you can, you know, trace these things back and you can kind of make sense of them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Back to the story. Got off a tangent there. Um, together, Jesus and Mary run Divine Truth, which is their website. And I have said it to you. Up right now. I didn't didn't get a lot of information from their website. I looked through it for quite some time and still couldn't make any sense of what they were trying to preach to me. It seems like they run a lot of seminars on their Ooh. religious doctrine. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? That's a website. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they run a lot of cinema. Se- they run a lot of seminars, and they're all about how to not sin and stuff like that. Like it's all very vague and a bit wishy-washy, if that makes sense. I see nothing that actually told me exactly what they teach in these seminars. Oh, they have a YouTube channel. They do, and that's why I said to you, I, I fell down our YouTube rabbit hole when I was researching because I did watch a fair few of their fact videos, which still. Gave me no answers. (laughs) I just find that a lot of the information that they put out is really fucking vague and doesn't really tell you anything at all. Neat. What is it, a government? (laughs) But I do love that on their seminar page, it does say, provided by Jesus and Mary. All right. So according to AJ, and I did find this on the YouTube channel, the website is not really meant to advertise anything. It's just meant to be a collection of knowledge, which I will say that there's a lot of information on there, but none of it made sense to me. Mm. I just feel like Jesus knew he was Jesus. Mm-hmm. So why would the second coming of Jesus not know he was Jesus? Uh-uh, he's not the second coming. He's just Jesus. He's just Jesus. But why would he not know that he's Jesus? I mean, I know he knows, he thinks he knows that he's Jesus, but like for a long time he didn't know he's Jesus. It's literally my next point. Mm. So AJ isn't Jesus reincarnate. He's not the second coming. He is, he's actually Jesus from the first century. And why is he white? <laughs> Why is he in Australia? Well, I mean, he's had a lot of time to get here. I mean, I guess so. I'm not worried about that part. <laughs> so I, I posed the question in my notes. So basically, he's a person who has somehow existed for 2,000 years, but only realized this when he was in his 30s. I'm not. Or his 2060s. I, yeah. Because Jesus was about 30 when he went away. Mm. So he's in his 30s now. Yeah. So he's lived for two Well, I mean, AJ years. has been around for a while. He's not in his 30s anymore, but that's when mm. he realized that he was Jesus. And he looks like... He looks like a typical Queenslander. He even speaks like a typical Queenslander. Like, he's not from Queensland, but he yeah, sounds but like, like one. he's that classic depiction of Jesus that looks like Obi Wan Kenobi. It's, yeah. like, you know, it's. <laughs> but he's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and shorts. It's weird. This is the only information I could find on their beliefs, and it is vague as fuck, so I mm. apologize. So they're based on teachings on how a person can evolve their soul and develop a personal relationship with God. Now, the personal relationship part, that's in most religions. That's a thing. I understand that part. How does one evolve a soul? Oh, God is omnipotent shit. But does he really have time for a personal relationship with 7 billion people? Well, yes, because he is. Actually, no, because that many people aren't, religion, aren't Christian, so, you know. But he's also the same God that the Jews believe in and that the Muslims believe in. So, you know, he's probably actually getting up there. Mm. But no, he it's does all the have same time because God, God. Why do you guys keep fighting? <laughs> I don't get it. So he also teaches emotional clearing and emotional processing. And he says that this is to clear the soul of emotional errors. I could not find what an emotional error is. Was that like when you act out? I don't like, know. Like is a passion that when- crime? I figured it's either when you're having emotions that you're not supposed to have, Ooh. or is it more about sinning? When when he wakes up with a little stiffy in the mornings, emotional or error. Or something like that, yeah. I don't know. I honestly cannot tell you what the answer to that question is, because I literally, in all of the time I spent searching for this shit, could not find it. I don't know if the lack of information or the real vagueness of the information that's available is because he wants you to go to his seminars or not, or if he just never tells anyone, if it's meant to be vague. Hmm. And it's open to your own interpretation. He claims that his brand of religion is not a cult, obviously, because what cult leader admits that they're in a cult? I mean, all religion starts as a cult. I guess it depends on your definition of cult as well. I mean, when you think of the stereotypical cult, (laughs) no one refers to themselves as a cult leader. So yeah, while he claims it's not a cult, there's a lot of property that has been bought by him and his... He doesn't like to say followers, but I can't think of another word for it. And there's this creepy photo. I'll have to show it to you. They always get so much money and land, these people. Like, how do they afford it? I don't know. Um, But there's this really creepy photo of where the land has been cleared in the shape of a cross. It looks weird. Like, the aerial view is fucking creepy to me. Okay. Like any good cult leader, he has a doomsday prediction. Of course. You need it standard. (laughs) What's his ticking time clock? Okay, so he doesn't have a deadline, which I guess is where he differs. This is his prediction for the end of times. So he claims that the earth will start to change in about 2012, which is being gone. And that there will start to be movement of the tectonic plates in the earth that will cause all of these changes that he's predicting. His main prediction is that the sea level will rise and most of Australia will be underwater. So I've got a quote from him about what the end of times will be like. Um, And he said, it will not be a tsunami, 
but water flowing over the land about 100 metres deep. There will be lots of earthquakes. There will be no Brisbane, no Sydney, no Melbourne, no Gold Coast. Inland is where it's all going to be happening. There's the movie 2012, right? Everyone, I suggest you see it. Everyone. A lot of the events portrayed in the movie are kind of similar to the events that will be occurring. Get fucked. I think you just seen 2012 and really liked it and went, yeah, (laughs) that's what's going to (laughs) happen. So the main message is we've got to find John Cusack because he'll definitely save us all. (laughs) So isn't there a scene in that movie where they're like, they're transporting a giraffe under a helicopter through the Himalayas? Yeah. The movie is ridiculous. I've never actually sat down and watched it. You know, look, I mean, for entertainment value, it's not that bad. I actually, I quite enjoyed it, but it's ridiculous. I've seen the airplane scene and I'm just like scoffed at that. The movie, it is. It's so ridiculous. Like, how the fuck does John Cusack survive? It makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. Very entertaining, though. Mm. When sea levels rise, find John Cusack. I mean, I feel like he's making very safe predictions just based on what scientists have told us. I was going to say, that's exactly right. The sea level will rise this century, you know, we're going to I'm have... pretty sure we were talking about that in 2012. Jakarta is literally sinking right now as we speak. Mm. Jakarta, a city of 10 million people, is sinking into the ocean. When and did... people even living in the city don't realize it's happening. When did climate change become a discussion or global warming as it was known previously when did it, that become a discussion i feel like it's been most of my life it's been a discussion point for a long time i feel like it's really ramped up in the past since the start of the century yeah but like it has been like in my so, entire life what i am saying is that i feel like his prediction of sea levels rising not, not that crazy i think he took a safe bet with his doomsday prediction mm. he does believe that at some point he's going to become one with god okay I'm actually interested to know which brand of Christian. Oh, he he was a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Because mm. I'm just like, I, well, again, I only, know, I only really know Catholic, like, beliefs. So, you know, you've got the Holy Trinity where they're meant to be all the same thing or whatever. So now I'm a bit confused that he's saying that he's not God. Because Jesus is God, if you believe in the Holy Trinity. He's also a ghost. Yeah. What does a ghost do? It's the Holy Spirit. What does it do? I, I don't know what it does. <laughs> Who's it spooking? <laughs> God. What Victorian era <laughs> house is it haunting? Hmm? Ghosts only come from the Victorian era. Of course. <laughs> Got a quote from him about, about him becoming God, or becoming one with God, I should say. Once I become at one with God, at one with God. That's a terrible sentence. Once I become at one with God, it will be a little different. Because once a person is at one with God, God's love is working through that individual. And if you deny a person who's become at one with God, then in a lot of ways, you're also denying God as well. Because God is working through that individual. Now, once we do that, it's going to be very difficult to maintain a relationship with God as well. At some point in the future, you'll have to resolve the truth of it sooner or later. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I can be real with What? That. I have no idea what the fuck any of that meant. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to keep living my ignorant life. I feel like I do have to put a disclaimer that we don't know that his compound or his religion is a cult. I feel like I could probably get in trouble for saying that. So I'm just going to put a disclaimer saying, I don't know that. I'm just saying it's similar to other cults that I've read about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think when I Google it, they're like cult leader, blah, blah, blah. So I mean, the articles I, the articles I read said cult leader as well. So I felt like I probably could say that. But yeah. just as a disclaimer, I don't actually know that. I don't know what goes on in his compound. I don't know what goes on in his life. It could be anything. Well, my final story this afternoon, this evening, tonight, whenever it is you're listening. Okay, it's 2pm for us. Fair Work Commission senior official under fire for scantily clad figurines in office. He had anime figurines, didn't he? He did. Kathleen Ferguson, ABC News. He does look like one, actually. (laughs) A senior official at the Fair Work Commission has removed scantily clad figurines that he had painted and adorned his office with following complaints from multiple staff. Ew. At least one figure was of an anime character. They were displayed in the office of the Deputy President Gerard Boyce. Mr. Boyce had also installed a surveillance camera in his Sydney office, but had not told anyone. Why is this like starting to seem really fucking creepy? In some later articles I read, because I read a few articles going to this, like he claims that now he had told people about the camera and was there to discourage them taking photos of his figurines. Are you okay? Are you seriously telling me that he installed a camera so that people like to protect his figurines? That's what he's saying. That's crazy. General Manager of the Fair Work Commission, Bernadette O'Neill, confirmed the figurines were inappropriate. Quote: My recollection is one was a female figure, and the other, I'm not sure, was even human. She does not recall if the breasts were exposed. Uh, both Mr. Boyce's peers and senior staff had voiced their concerns directly to him on a number of occasions, and he has actually since removed them. Per a Kotaku Australia article by uh, Leah Williams quote, uh, titled, sorry, Senate Estimates Committee Breaks Down Over Anime Waifus. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, apparently there were about 20 figures in total, according to the committee. 20 in his yep. office? And they say they were created by Boyce himself and were amateurish in nature. Oh my god, ew. 
He denies that. He says, no, they weren't. He didn't make them. But and lastly, a, the Weekend Australian had an article by Ewan, Ewan Hannan that confirmed that one of the figures was uh, Margot Robbie's Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn in, quote, fishnets and tiny pants. Well, I mean, that's what that's she That's what she like. was. Yeah. And the other one was um, Scarlett Johansson's Major Motoko Kusanagi from the live action uh, Ghost in the Shell, or apparently in Japan, Mobile Om- Armored Riot Police. Ghost in the Shell is a much better name. <laughs> Mobile Armored Riot Police. God. That, that article also noted that his collection started when he was a barrister and people were giving to them to him as gifts. Because they knew he was a giant creep and would enjoy it? I don't know. It's a weird thing to give your lawyer buddy like a big titty anime statue. Yeah, that, that seems like a really inappropriate gift for your barrister. Or a co-worker. Like. Or, yeah. I mean, anything in a professional setting, really. Yeah. And in response to all the recent issues with this, he's actually ended up putting a life-size cardboard cutout of Donald Trump in his office uh, that has also since been removed. <laughs> what is What is up with this guy? <laughs> I don't know, but like... Are there any like photos of the figurines? No, the only one I've got is this image here of his Trump cutout. And there's something in the background, but I can't make out what it is. But it isn't scantily clad or anything like that. I just... I don't, like, I don't I just, know what that could be. That could even look like it might be like a little samurai thing, but I don't know. But that's the Margot Robbie statue he had in there. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, I know. The Scarlett Johansson one, I get a glance, like, it's naked, but she's a cyborg and it's the, like, without any armor on. Oh, okay. It's a figurine of this, basically. Oh, right. So she is naked, but you can't actually see anything. Yeah, because she's a, she's a robot. Yeah, so she has no human parts. Yeah, but it is more f- the figurine's more fleshy colored. So at a glance, yeah, you'd be like, that's a fucking naked statue on your desk. I mean, I just don't get, like, why you would put these in your office. Yeah. Like, just have them at home. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to fucking film I, the deputy whatever of the Fair Work Commission in Australia, like a really high up government position, sort of, I suppose. Going to fucking deck my high up office with a view out so in weird. big titty anime girl statues. That's so strange. Yeah, just have them at home. Like, <laughs> you can enjoy them at home. Just have them at home in your basement. You can still touch yourself to them there. Exactly. It's fine. That makes you like, what was he doing in his office? Well, I was. I was telling that story the other night about that judge who was caught at work once during a case with a penis pump under his robes. Why? While he was proceeding over a trial. Why? Yeah, I don't know. That's a really weird one. I, don't, make, like, like, I assume again, it makes, it sounds like a bike pump, I assume. I mean, I've never seen one in action, so I have no idea. Don't Google it. What are you doing? Nothing. Stop Googling it. No. Stop Googling it. <laughs> Let's have a look. Oh, oh 60% you- off. It kind of looks like the thing you milk a cow with. Well, it's meant to be like suction, right? That would have to make a bike pump noise. Good Lord. All right. What's your last story about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I do try to make my last story as ridiculous as possible, just so we can end it on a good note. Mm. You don't want to end it on penis pumps? No, I do not want to end it on penis pumps. What about lion penis again? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A man named William Thomas Moe, like mowing the lawn, hmm. aged 29, decided to steal a bicycle while drunk and then throw a goon bag at a female police officer so hard that it exploded on her face. Jesus Christ. I mean, that is some force, I'm telling you. Yeah, a goon bag's not exactly the... Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I thought when I read that headline. I'm like, how fucking hard did he throw it? Like, that's not an accident. That's not like he, like, lobbed it over there and it accidentally hit her. No, that's a full force at someone's face. Where did this story happen? When or where? Where? Townsville. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For those who don't know what a goon bag is, it's like a cask wine. Yeah, it's basically like when you go and you buy like your cheap wine in a box and the yep. metal the foil bag inside that holds the wine yes in australia they call it a goon bag because we're classy like that um and they have their little game called goon of fortune it's a great game where you i mean it's terrible in the end but we uh, peg it to a hill's hoist which is a washing line that rotates yep in the backyard i to me that's a generic washing line because we've got them all over new zealand as well and yeah no getting, like we definitely had a hill's hoist in yeah, the backyard <laughs> like that's generic washing line yeah little thing to increase the height of them and they yep. rotate around. Yep. They look like spider web yeah. shapes. Uh, you tie it to the end of that. Or you peg it to the end of that. You peg it. Peg yeah, it. you peg it. Uh, and then it's kind of like spin the bottle, but you drink goon. Yeah. It's a game designed to get you very drunk of very cheap wine. Yep. And when I went to Perth, they taught me how to make goon punch, which is you take a bag of goon, you empty okay. it into a bowl, you add a liter of Sprite and half a cup of sugar. That's it? That's it. No fruit? You add a liter of Sprite. 
and half a cup of sugar. Man, I'd chuck fruit in there because then the, the fruit like absorbs all the alcohol as well and it gets you fucked up. They said it was the, what was the reason why? It was like lowest cost to highest number of standard drinks they could. Gotcha. Yeah. They're all uni students, so I got it. I was like, okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so he pleaded guilty to charges, which included, it's a list, okay? okay. Like, get ready for this. Um, assaulting a police officer, obviously. Contravening, contravening? Contravening? Contravening a police direction. Obstructing police. Unlawful possession of a suspected stolen property. Not wearing a helmet. <laughs> and riding a bicycle under the influence. <laughs> not wearing a helmet seems so tame in comparison. <laughs> But that would still be a fine. That's also probably so. like, to some people in other countries, yeah, you have to wear a helmet when you ride a bike in Australia. It's yeah, a it's fine a finable not offense to, to um, not wear a helmet. Any American listeners right now be like, what? <laughs> Government can't make We have a lot a of um, laws around bicycles in Australia. The dumbest one is where you have to give them a meter clearance when you drive around them on the road. Which is Which puts so... you in the lane of the oncoming traffic. Yeah, it's it's a really ridiculous Law. They should just let cyclists go on the footpath. My question is, because this happened to me before, it's quite easy because I ride a motorbike. It's quite easy for me to give them plenty of room. Yeah. What if they come close to me? Because that has happened before. Mm. Do I then get in trouble? I'll just push them over. <laughs> okay. So good old Will or Bill. Should we call him Bill? We don't Billy. know that he likes to be called Bill. Um, he was Billy attempt- <laughs> He was attempting to flee from police in Townsville in the early hours of January 5th when the incident occurred. He later told police that he threw the goon bag in an attempt to slow officers down so they couldn't catch him. Solid plan? Do you think it was going to like spill and act like a banana skin in the cartoon? (laughs) I have no idea. So Magistrate Wadley summed up the case. When the police caught... When the police caught up with you, you broke free when the officer took hold of you and you threw a wine bladder at her face and it exploded all over her face and her clothes. The court also heard Moe's 17-page criminal history... 17. Been a bad boy. Which included multiple assault charges and traffic convictions. 17. What have you been doing? Throwing goon at people. Apparently. How does that happen? When, when I read that he had a 17-page criminal history, I was quite surprised that he only got three months jail. Oh, it's all petty crime, though. I guess. I mean, if, I mean, it's, if, it's, if it's petty and it's not violent. He's got assault charges, though. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, he was jailed for three months and fined $500. Apparently, that's all it costs you to throw something at a police officer's face. That wraps up episode 10-2. 10-2. Yeah. 10-2. Or 1-2, as I used to call it as a kid, before (laughs) you had to count past 10. Did you just say everything after 10 was 1-2? 1-1, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 1-2, 
I think this is great and you should listen to it. Like, that's just not in me. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm very bad at, like, promoting something we do. Kind of yeah. Like, I just feel like, so, like, oh, you should listen to our show because it's so good. I'm like, I can't do that. I can't, no. like, I can't make myself yeah. talk it up like that. <laughs> it's just not in me. Yeah. I'm terrible at job interviews. <laughs> yeah, like, what's your biggest weakness? Oh, I'm one of those people that will answer honestly instead of giving the bullshit answer that's yeah, like, meant to make me sound good. What's your biggest strength? I'm like, not interviews. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we also have a website. We have a website, apparently. That's just uh, fuckmedeadpodcast.com. It basically just has all the ways you can listen to us and you can also listen through the website. That's the thing you can do. That's has it. anyone ever done that? I have to be honest with you, I haven't looked. <laughs> <laughs> Who listens to a podcast through the website? Um, well, you would actually be surprised. Um, I went through some stuff the other day trying to find new podcasts to listen to. So mm-hmm. if you have any recs, please send them my way. Always looking for new ones to listen to. And a lot of them, like, that just aren't on multiple platforms. Yep. Or just have their own RSS feed. Huh. And I'm like, how are you expecting people to be able to really... Find you. Find you or listen to you that way. Because, um, I mean, I personally listen to all my podcasts through Spotify. Because mm. I have a Spotify account, so why would I set up something else? Interesting. Anyway, that was just a weird observation I had this week. <laughs> um, okay, well, I guess that wraps up everything for this week. Thanks again for hanging out. I really do appreciate it. Enjoy your long weekend if you're in Melbourne. Or the ACT, I think. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I mean, and- by the time you hear this, we're already over, so <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your long weekend. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Do you want to try that again without yawning? (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.